Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Crossover Podcast here on the Gold Standard Podcast Network. This is the show where we take you behind enemy lines to speak with someone who covers the 49ers opponent that week. And this week, I have the distinct pleasure of talking to Paul Allen, who is the radio play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Vikings. Not only is he the best play-by-play man in the NFL, not only are you the best horse racing announcer there is, Paul But you also have arguably the best hair in the National Football League. There you go. If you're watching on the street, it's quite a trio right there. uh, Statsy, what's going on, man? Uh, If the the pod's called Crossover, uh, if you're trying to get me to cross over and become a San Francisco 49ers fan, I'm not (laughs) sure that's going to completely work out. uh, Despite attempting to capitalize on my vulnerability with with, uh, the Vikings 2 and 4. And... um, and um, that's very nice of you to say all of that. Uh, Greg Papa, who um, who calls 49er games. Um, I mean, he's one of my very favorites in, in all walks of play-by-play. Uh, when I was a racetrack announcer in Northern California at Bay Meadows Racecourse and uh, Golden Gate Fields, I was there five years, 93 to 98. And I would go to Niners games at uh, Candlestick Park, likewise for uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh, but uh, being an NBA guy, Statsy, I would uh, negotiate either the San Mateo Bridge or the Bay Bridge, depending on where I live, mm-hmm. and go watch Warriors games when Chris Weber was a rookie, Latrell Sprewell had just come in, uh, Billy Owens was there, and lo and behold, Greg Papa was the play-by-play voice on KMBR Radio for the Golden State Warriors 
and he wasn't that long out of Syracuse. So strangely as it may seem, 93-94, I introduced myself to Greg. I'm a racetrack announcer going all over the country, calling races in Minnesota, Nebraska, and uh, Northern California, and he could not have been nicer to me. And you know, I just had him on my radio show this week. I'll be on his radio show Monday game day. So it's nice of you to say uh, best in the game, but um, no, I'm a limb on Greg Papa's tree. See, now you're being all nice. You're trying to endear yourself to 49er fans, mm-hmm. but I know what people are thinking out there. If you're thinking yeah. that voice sounds familiar, allow me to refresh your memory. Fires to the end zone. Niners. Ooh, Niners. Ruined yeah. my day that day. That is such a good freaking call. Hey, and it's one of the worst nice. Um, do, do we have time constraints? Uh, no. All right. Oh, nine. I think it was week three, maybe. Um, maybe a little later. But it was part. Yeah, I think it was week three. And we're going to go six and oh that year with Favre. And then we're going to go to Pittsburgh. And Lamar Woodley is going to get a scoop and score a touchdown. And we're going to lose for the first time during the year. But Mike Singletary had that 49ers team. (laughs) I mean, they came to win a street fight. And their quarterback, Sean Hill, is somebody I've known forever because of his days with the Vikings. And, you know, he lives Lake Lake of Ozarks or Lake of the Ozarks in Arkansas. And, you know, I stay in touch with Sean. He's just one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet. Now, in that game, you know, it, it the Vikings really had no right to win. Uh, that Singletary and the staff had just crafted such a beautiful game plan. I don't know if Manny Lawson ever played better. Uh, in fact, Favre, when he had to step away from it to the right, I didn't even see that. I just heard what you dropped. Um, I'll never forget. He had to step away from an on-charging Manny Lawson. Yeah. And then that was not only Greg Lewis's first game with the Minnesota Vikings, having arrived within a week from, I think, Philly, um, but that was his first play. And I mean, it was just, we, we've been on the wrong side of him, including one this year at Philly, not like that, but close. Uh, that was about the dirtiest beat. I, I can recall a team taking that because of the circumstances and the, the magic that was Brett Favre, uh, it was there and he was unbelievably great that year. But that game really got it over the hump. And the fan base was just bit. I was flying uh, that Sunday. And I just remember landing and, you know, turning my phone back on. And the first thing that pops up is mm. Vikings stun 49ers. Mm. You know, they had the lead. It was two seconds left, I think, when Lewis scores. Uh, just, a, just a dagger. <laughs> wow. So, and you were just little statsy then. Yeah, I know. And just uh, wounds don't heal. You know, time doesn't heal all wounds. Yeah. Uh, if we could spin it forward to this year, this week, obviously, Niners-Vikings, Monday Night Football. I have heard so many Niners fans say, don't worry about losing last week. We got the Vikings in prime time, and everybody knows how Kirk Cousins does in prime time. But I think that narrative is is pretty overblown because there's a lot of primetime games where maybe Kirk Cousins didn't win, but he played well in the games. Well, it, yeah, that... I hear that, you know, when the Vikings are approaching primetime games. Um, and and really, you know, I don't like to have the same answer every single time, but I just think I, I'm not a big, hey, stats, here's the reality. It's like somebody says that to me, and I'm like, whoa, hold on, stop everything. <laughs> I've been waiting to learn the reality for 57 years. 
whoa, let me let me make sure my ears are good. Um, so it's not exactly here's the reality, but here's the reality. Uh, those days with Washington, those teams that he had playing in prime time, I mean, so I don't think I don't know if they would have won a lot of games with a different quarterback. And that's the point is football along with hockey are just the ultimate team games. So yes, the quarterback is super identifiable. Um, and yes, the record is losing, but there are a lot of circumstances that have gone into that brother, including one that you nailed. And I don't, I don't even know if you nailed it with cousins in this year. Um, in all the cousins games I've called since 2018, I mean, his, his performance at Philadelphia week number two was phenomenal. You can't play, really can't play better. And if Jefferson, you know, hits the pylon or whatever the, that dumb rule is where it's a fumble now, like what? what we're going to win the game and what Philly has it, Um, you know, then I think we win that game. So yeah, the cousins part's boring to me, to be honest with you. It's trite. It's kind of low hanging, not with you because you're, you're an outsider, you know, asking questions that are pertinent, but I just hear it so much here. It's just boring. Uh, But um, now when it comes to the Niners and, and I watched that game last night and um, man, Holy cow. I mean, if there are two better defenses in the NFL than San Francisco and Cleveland, I got to see it. I mean, you talk about swarm to the ball, tackle players. I mean, it was phenomenal to watch that. Uh, so that that's one thing. You know, you're, you're, you're letting P.J. Walker stay in the game. And nothing against P.J., but, uh, I mean, he is a backup. Uh, and Cousins is not in, and he's at home. Now, the Niners, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Bengals, and we play them all this year, Statsy. Um, it, it's, I came into the season saying we're top heavy and those four right there are a cut above. Then the Bengals missed the start, come out of the gate slowly. KC's bored. I mean, I saw it here at us bank stadium. They're like, all right, let's push the button. Here we go. Um, the, the Niners are so freaking good when they're healthy. Um, now the McCaffrey piece, you know, I definitely would pay attention to that, ma'am. Uh, and I'm not going to completely deeply share intel that I have on this side now that they've started practicing. But that oblique and that ribs thing and everything, um, it, like like if God showed up right now and he's like, you have to say McCaffrey plays Monday or he doesn't, and it's the difference between heaven and hell, well, that, that'd be very big in my life. And <laughs> and I'd be like, no. So so that was so that, but that could be short term. Who knows? Um and then you got Debo and, and a couple of other guys that popped up on the injury report today. I didn't expect. I don't think Niners fans necessarily expected, especially that offensive lineman. So with all that said, uh, next level Shanny, as I call him, because I've just for years <laughs> had people working here and around the league, more so scouts and like advanced type people who start looking at the teams weeks ahead. You know, I mean, I've had some of my most well-respected friends, including Kevin Stefanski, coach of the Cleveland Browns, just be like the adaptation of Kyle Shanahan offensively, quarter to quarter, game to game, and having something look the same but it's different is quite honestly some of the best in the history of the NFL. My, my, My respect level for him and his creativity and, I mean, seriously, man, if if the the kid with the high cheekbones, um, Garoppolo. Um, I mean, seriously, if he doesn't, they, they traded for Emmanuel Sanders in October for one thing, that play, and, and Jimmy G missed him. So that's how fast this organization has been playing for years. Uh, and we won't have Jefferson. Uh, we won't have Marcus Davenport either. 
but we won't have Jefferson. And the first game without J.J. at Chicago, I mean, offensively, it was really, really, really conservative. We got the money. Uh, we're touchdown dogs on Monday. We'll see what happens. That was going to be my next question. Without Justin Jefferson, what is the plan for the Vikings offensively? Well, I mean, it's still developing. I mean, this rookie first rounder we got from Jordan Addison, they hit on one. Uh, Jordan, now, I mean, Jordan's still learning, you know, the complete off the line and just just all the intricate nuance, depth route, the whole thing. But he has four touchdowns, and he's had some explosive plays, which not all rookies do. All right, well, I mean, he's running into a defense that, you know, is just really tough on all levels. And, and you know, it's good for Javon Hargrave, too, because when you're the centerpiece of a deal that moves DeForest Buckner, and I'm a massive DeForest Buckner fan, just how good he is and how versatile he is and the passes defensed, you know, and Hargrave with injuries and everything or whatever, it was just slow start. Um, but, I, I mean, he's he's really just – he's part of the toughness up front for them. That's just – like when I started watching it, I, I hadn't seen Hargrave that much, and I'm like, damn, he's gotten bigger. You, you know he's stronger. Um, so still, I mean, without Jefferson and, you know, some plays last week, Statsy, where everybody can see this at NFL.com if you have a Game Pass account. Um, it'd be the All-22. On our very first drive, TJ Hawkinson put a double move on safety Jaquan Brisker, where it's like a 53-yard touchdown, but Cousins went short trying to get the first down. A few plays later, KJ Osborne singled on the left side and gets by his guy, um, and it would have been a loop for maybe a touchdown, a long one. Cousins went short to get the first down. So we haven't run the ball consistently at all, all year. We have zero rushing touchdowns, one of two teams, along with the Steelers, and they didn't play last week. Uh, but before J.J. went down, Statsy, we um, we were top three or number one in the NFL for completions 20 yards and longer. And Jefferson cracks a Randy Moss, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham Jr., or Lance Allworth record every single week. <laughs> I mean, that's big. You know, so first game for a quarterback who's been hit a lot over the last year and change. Um, yeah, he he just he did he he played to not get hit, but also to get first downs and move the ball. So we'll see what this one looks like. I think that Cousins, from what people I've talked to, gained a lot of respect from people after they watched that Netflix quarterback series, just to see how tough this guy yeah. is. Bingo. Um, incredibly tough. Mm. Part of the reason, I mean, Shanahan always talks glowingly about Kirk Cousins. Were you involved in that Netflix thing at all, by the way? Um, well, they used a lot of my calls, uh, but uh, they were so they were so secretive and covert with that thing last year that our 13-win season, I mean, in the way we were doing it, setting an NFL record for biggest comeback ever, beating uh, the Giants on Christmas Eve on a 61-yard walk-off, Buffalo Bills game was unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, they used a lot of my calls. But um, to a man, I, I I never knew they were around the whole season because wow. we see cameras. But if you notice, there wasn't a lot of practice. There wasn't a lot in the locker room. And those are generally places I am. Mm -hmm. So they really did a good job keeping that thing under wraps. With Kirk, uh, the person you saw with Kirk is exactly – the Kirk Cousins I've known since 2018, but gotten to know him and his father, Don, a lot better really over the last three years. Don's a pastor in Orlando. 
and uh, and Kirk Kirk a Christian, me a Christian. We'll pray before games and talk about stuff like that. But Kirk is a deep thinker. Kirk can be overcomplicated. He can overthink. Kirk uh, can have meltdowns like you've seen on the sideline. Uh, and Kirk is an amazingly genuine salt of the earth uh, human being. Uh, he's just a spectacular human being. I just really like him. He's exactly what you saw as a player. Are those hits he takes and he bounces back up? I mean, wow, he's just his father and a group of um, family members or friends. Uh, they pray either a certain psalm or psalms over him from afar or wherever every Sunday. I mean, they're praying hard too, like, you know, <laughs> like, like, like Heavenly Father, if it's in your will, please keep our son in one piece for the thirty-eighth oh. straight time. <laughs> He's getting smashed. And he gets up and they're like, are you okay? And he just says, oh, yeah, I got the wind knocked out of me. Yeah, like, that was the Washington game. You got broken in half. Yeah, dude. and you know what? Right around their stats, man, I want to say it was a play or two after, but I might be wrong. So Deron Payne does that, and uh, he has to sit out of play. Comes back in. Somewhere around that time, he hit Dalvin Cook with a wonderful back left of the end zone pass where you throw a guy open and only the receiver can get it. And Dalvin made a one-handed grab. You see, we're missing. See, we just missed stuff like that that the, uh, this year, man. I mean, we 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 have had so much momentum going in so many games, and we we kill our own momentum. And you know, these seasons are like snowflakes where no two are alike. So I've seen a lot over twenty two years, man. Um, just to a man, I've never seen anything like nine lost fumbles, just pricking the balloon, uh, the metaphorical balloon of emotion, the way it has this year. Uh, well, the Chargers, I mean, Chargers ain't that great. Probably a playoff team. Herbert's a good quarterback. I mean, first drive of the game, we look like the, 20, the 27 Yankees. <laughs> and then the tight end fumbles it like the 28 against the Bucks. We're going in. Fumble at the two. We talked about the Eagles bit. First drive of the game against Kansas City. And Kansas City was very beatable that day. Yep. Uh, the other tight end, Josh Oliver, fumbles on the opening drive. So, it, it, it's just been a common thread of, of something I've never seen. Nine lost fumbles, man, through, through six games. Come on. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's unbelievable the bad luck that they have had and then fumbles largely fumbling number one and recovering fumbles is largely luck so to be this one-sided is pretty amazing uh flipping it to the defensive side the, the number that jumps out at me is the blitz rate the vikings blitz more than anybody else in the entire league do they do that because 
they're really good at blitzing or do they do that because that's the only way they can generate a pass rush? Well, that's a fantastic question because their best pass pass rush is when they blitz. Now you'll see Daniil Hunter with like eight sacks or seven or whatever he has. Um, You know, Daniil, he'll, he'll be outside linebacker guy, but then he'll go down as in essence, a four, three defensive end or three, whatever left side. And he's doing damage from there because that, I mean, that's for Daniil. He was a four, three defensive end in Mike Zimmer's defense. And, you know, he was 15, 16, 17 sack guy, potential 20 every year. Yep. So the stand-up bit with him started last year at 10 and a half sacks. And Daniil coming off uh, that Bears game, he was as tough and physical as I can remember him playing in a while. He's been through a lot of injuries. Uh, but so therefore, if you see him have sacks, they're not necessarily always blitzes. Uh, but that's the Brian Flores MO. You know, Brian Flores... Uh, in his first year defensive coordinator here, there's a lot there. There's a piece of deception. Like maybe you've heard of a gotcha play, but generally you think offense, like, you know, Statsy rolls way out to the right, fakes three things. Oh, everybody <laughs> forgot the tight end over there. There goes Statsy and Dwelly is inside the five touchdown <laughs> Niners. Um, you know, so gotcha plays aren't only on offense because first play of the game against the bears Flores lined up some some weird defense where DJ Wanham was unblocked and crushed Justin Fields. First play of the game, he didn't even see it coming. Uh, and we had um and we oh yeah uh, at Carolina, Harrison Smith had three sacks and two of them were gotchas where he had no idea where he was coming from. So Flores is really good at that. Um, and um, you know Purdy threw his first interception. I know that, but the weather played into it. So. Um, Maybe the defense for this team needs to become the identity of the team while they wait for Justin to come back. It's been working, at least uh, in the wins. I think, what, two scooping scores in both wins this year. Right. Yeah, but but seriously, and I'm not trying to run down my favorite team, but, uh, you know, it was against Carolina and Chicago. So, you know, the five sacks and the defensive touchdowns are against teams that might, you know, Carolina doesn't have a pick, but might be bottom five in the NFL. Uh, but that doesn't mean because against the Bucks, the Chargers, the Eagles, and the Chiefs, uh, they played well enough for long patches to win, but they had Jefferson. So see why it's a conundrum, man? See why my hair's like this? Because there are just so many things to figure out with this team every single week. It's, I'm going mad. Well, you still have all your hair. And as someone whose hair is in full retreat, by the way, I'm very, very jealous of you. So appreciate that. Um, You mentioned Brock Purdy. Niner fans have been talking endlessly about Brock Purdy, especially coming off his first loss, coming off his first interception. 49ers had negative 12 yards in the third quarter last week, which is just putrid. What's your impression of Brock Purdy as somebody that's completely outside the 49ers bubble? Wow. Uh, well, I don't really know what's in the 49ers bubble, so pardon me if I nail something. Um, you can tell from afar he's smart, um, and I could tell that last year. And when I say smart, the the Mr. Irrelevant seventh-round stuff, that no longer matters uh, because he has shown enough within the constraints of what the head coach wants to show that if only in this situation, which is a really good situation, uh, he absolutely belongs. Now, like Sam Darnold is is a really smart quarterback, throws a decent ball, can, you know, can go hash mark outside the numbers on the other side of the field. So, you know, into the season, not knowing that Purdy was going to be back in time. I mean, I thought Sam Darnold running this offense the way Shanahan wants it. 
you know, everybody's like, yeah, Sam's turned it over a million times, bro. I mean, that's Jets in Carolina. This, this is next level Shanny. Okay. So it'll be fixed in a second. So like, I even think Darnold is a dynamite quarterback in this offense. Uh, you can tell Brock is smart. Uh, you can tell Brock has a fearless nature to him where when I say fearless, he just doesn't panic. I mean, he's flat line. And that's just, there are a lot of players on that team like that. A lot of players like that, you know, Brandon Ayuk, you know, he, he's been up and down a little bit during his career and, and he was part of that 2020 wide receiver draft, greatest in the history of the NFL, along with Jefferson. Um, and Ayuk, you know, viewing it from afar, when when he would just like disappear as rookie year the next year for just weeks, it's, may, you know, maybe the emotional wherewithal of what the expectations are there were not being met. I don't know. But it's Kyle's team, man. And if you don't follow, if you don't follow the pattern that that guy has shown and the respect he gets, and you're making a mistake. So now Ayuk just seems to mostly get it game after game, play after play. It's a completely stacked team. And when it comes to a Purdy, you know, I don't play the game of, all right, well, you know, why don't uh, why don't you put him on, put him on the Carolina Panthers and see if Terrace Marshall and uh, my man over there and uh, the tight end Hayden Hurst see uh, see if he can do it with with Chuba Hubbard. Well, why play that game? Because he doesn't have to. He he gets right. he gets McCaffrey and Kittle and Debo and Ayuk and if you sleep on Juwan Jennings he'll beat you uh, and so on and so the Mason Cat the backup back I mean he hit three holes in that last game and cut at the right time I'm like damn who's this <laughs> you know but but you know when we got steamrolled by your Niners and I think 19 uh, we we go down to New Orleans and we upset the Saints and you know now we go out to uh, Santa Clara. And it was Mosdert and Breda and one other in there. And they just ran all of them and had fresh legs in the third quarter and ran for 270 on us. And that's what Kyle wants to do. Because, you know, if they get, you know, say, say, let's say it's not McCaffrey. If they get Mason going or Elijah or whatever, I mean, the play action is so difficult to stop uh, with Purdy. Who's So here we go. Purdy is comfortable with the play action. You can tell he doesn't panic. And you can tell he's smart because the plan you can tell is run incredibly well. A couple more, if I can, just to, I know you've given me a lot of your time and I appreciate it, but I I love this and you're old school. You, thank you. You are talking to somebody whose dream growing up was to be a play-by-play announcer. Like that is what I thought I was going to do baseball particularly, but so I'm fascinated by all this. And you had a tweet the other day about calling a game from soldier field and how much you liked the view there. What is taking out Minnesota? What is your favorite stadium to call a game in? Um, well, I mean, I'll, I will find a favorite or two for you, but being, you know, somebody who, like I mentioned, Bay Meadows race course, I called races at golden gate fields, you know, that that's how my broadcasting career began in 1993. Uh, in San Mateo, California. So with that said, I've called about 30 some odd thousand races. I still call races at Canterbury Park in Minnesota. And the point is, is I'm most comfortable with binoculars. So I'm literally, you know, stats is out of the shotgun, two receivers left, one right. And then I'm on my binoculars, even with passes uh, a fair amount of the time. Now, so therefore, you know, it's, I'm blessed to be able to do it that way because like at Levi's, you know, you're way up there in the corner, man, and you got to use binoculars. So with that said, I don't mind any of them. FedEx field sucks. That's a completely different story. Um, 
you know, we don't get to New England enough, but that booth at Gillette is unbelievable. Um, Baltimore's angle and, and booth are unbelievable. Uh, Ford Field's high, but I, I just really like the lighting at Ford Field. They do it like Madison Square Garden where the crowd's dark and the field's really illuminated. So mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Uh, th- those would be three of the favorites, but but Soldier Field, it's why I like it so much is because you don't see anything like it. You're you're in the 20th row on the 30-yard <laughs> line behind the Bears bench with fans this close to you, and it's a helmet-high angle, which makes it feel like a video game. Mm-hmm. So it really slows the game down the closer you are to it. So that's why I love that. What's bad about Washington? Uh, well, uh, they, I mean, hey, you know what? Uh, sweet space and and spaces that you can put um, those clients and stuff like that. Amen. I mean, I, I'm all for uh, if somebody bought a team, somebody gets the right to make money and do a good job and put it on a good show. I got no problem with that. But the 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 booth is so small that it's it's very hard to even fit me and the analyst. Um, and it uh, it's way deep in the corner. Uh, there are fans that can stand on chairs in front of you, which they do, mm. and impede your vision. And if somebody heads down the sideline near side, once they get to the 50, commanders are standing on the sideline. So you can't go to the 40, to the 30. Hopefully it's to the 30. Oh, Statsy Angle's left. Yes, I can see him inside the 20 and he's loose. Um, <laughs> so it's just the whole thing. They don't care about it. Uh, Merrill Reese. Uh, play-by-play immortality for the Eagles. He and Mike Quick, um, I think two years in a row, refused to go there. They're just like, you know what? We we figured out how to call games off TV uh, in the pandemic, and we're not going because this thing sucks, and it takes <laughs> away from the call. So they stayed back when you didn't have to stay back and called it off TV. Um, I considered I- that, but then I'd be like, nah, you know, you need to kind of be part of the team. That's amazing. I did not know that. That's a little juicy detail there. Thank you very much, sir. Mm, save that for the NFC title game in case it's Eagles and uh, Niners and you have uh, Uncle Merrill on. Yeah, that would be, uh, well, that would be fantastic for many reasons. But um, you have had quite the career. If you Google, if you, I don't want to say Google, if you go to YouTube and you just put in Paul Allen. Why can't you, you say Google? I don't know. I, I meant YouTube, Google. Oh. It's the same thing. Yeah. You get like the iconic career of Paul, you can get a career retrospective for you. You, you have seen some things, man. Yeah. I just did it right before you popped in. Wow. You called the greatest um, comeback in NFL history. You know what, man? It's um, it's, it's, it, it really, really moves me. Um, I've been, I've been a racetrack announcer for 30 years all over the country. Um, I've done my radio show on K fan, same station for 25 years. And I've called Vikings games for 22 years. I auditioned for all of the jobs. I didn't go to college and I lived a gypsy life for about six years, traveling around the country, calling races. Um, that God designed my career and the way he did, because that's the only answer I can possibly have to audition for all those jobs and win all of them, build the following that that's there. And then now within the last year, I got LeBron James tweeting me about a call I got NFL Films following me around to Canterbury Park to do an NFL Films Presents. Um, uh, That God has my star ascending and my following growing at this stage of my career is breathtaking. Um, As my life goes as a Christian, um, sharing the gospel of Christ and talking about that and, and, 
And just organically having moments like that is, is what I live for. I don't force it on anybody. I don't bang Bibles. But if God organically puts a conversation there for me, um, well, the following's bigger. The confidence never has been better that way. And 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 the speech is eloquent. And he gave me all of that out of nowhere, where I was just a racetrack announcer, man, in my mid-30s making $29,000 a year and tapping on my parents for cash all the time and and betting horses and getting killed and just living living a life that was certainly not the life I live now. But, you know, with his grace, I am here right now and and very fortunate that people like you and a lot of people have liked those calls you're talking about, because at the end of the equation, um, I do all of these jobs um, really in my heart. I mean, of course, you need a paycheck. I got a, da a daughter in school and, and you got to win the people meter and, and all that stuff. Um, but I do it to serve people and for people who have distractions in their lives and they tune me in and, you know, maybe I can make them laugh. Maybe it's Andy's loose at the right time to make somebody feel really good. And, um, so that's my motivation into all of these games and has been for a long time, just to have a constant reminder. I serve you. I serve you. You have chosen to come listen to me. And that is an honor. If you just think about it, one person taking time to turn on the radio, listen to a radio show, a game call, or come to the racetrack and say, wow, Paul does a good job. That's an honor. So that honor is not lost on me. And um, I just thank God for every single thing that you've laid out right there. And when I, I pray with um, a fair amount of our players before each game, uh, within two hours up to the game. And um, one of the common threads is, um, you know, God did not have to choose. We get to do this, but he did. So here's where it goes from there. Please keep Jordan Hicks or whomever healthy and uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that's my whole life, man. And that's the only way to comment on what you said about like a Paul Allen greatest montage. Um, when you got NFL films following you around a racetrack, well, that's a God given blessing professionally speaking. Are you kidding me out of nowhere? And it just happened last June and it just came out on TV like a month ago on FS1. So uh, those are all blessings of God via grace. Well, we are all blessed to just have you and hear your amazing calls. And I'm so glad you used the word service. Like you are the only person other than me who has said that about this job. It's a service job. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that that that's how you look at it. It's so clear when you look at your work that that's how you feel about it, because it's it's just been awesome. And um, you ever since I because I got to be honest, I did not know much about you until I started working with Florio on Pro Football Talk. Since Mike's a big Vikings fan, then it was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this guy, Paul Allen, has been here all this time and I didn't know about him. What the hell? And now I'm such a big fan. You're awesome, man. Thank you so much for the time. I really Anytime, appreciate brother. it. Um, if you want to hear Paul, you can hear him on KFAN 9 to noon every weekday. You can hear him calling Vikings games. As I said, you are on Twitter or X or whatever, at PA on the mic. You are the absolute best. Thank you so much. All right. Appreciate you, Stancy.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This has been a Gold Standard Podcast Network production, part of the Fans First Sports Network.